Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today as we continue moving forward on our walk through the strange Paradiso. I want to um, share a couple of things with you today. Now, um, there was this lady that I knew many years ago and she told me at the time because we used to talk about these kind of things and experiences and so on. She was much older. She was uh, a neighbor. And she told me about things like um, her belief, okay, was that if you had a family member who had passed away, who had passed on, and you saw them after they had left this realm, okay? If you saw them or heard them and they were trying to communicate with you and so on, she told me that these things were deceptions. She told me that if you ever saw something like that, a family member or even a good friend, somebody that you knew, someone that you were acquainted with and they had passed away, and then you saw them and they tried to communicate with you. She said, you have to tell them to go away in the name of Jesus. Go away. Leave. Okay? So you had to rebuke them. And upon thinking about her and her knowledge, because she had many experiences. She had some of the creepiest stuff happen to her in her life. And I always wondered, because of her knowledge, okay? Because of her knowledge, and she knew certain things, but why then did these things continue to happen to her? She would see these, um, these entities, disguised as some of her family members who had passed away, trying to communicate with her. And so she would rebuke them and then they would disappear. But it seemed like it was a never ending. Like it was something that she was always having to contend with. And I always wondered about that. Why? Okay, because it's almost like if you know something why is it going to continue to happen? And even right now, as I think about it, I really don't have an answer, okay? I mean, this is a question that I, I have. I ask myself this, and I cannot answer my own question. It just seems like maybe it was just a, uh, a type of activity, like a game, in other words, Maybe a wearing down, a wearing away at someone's will to one day just go ahead and relent and um, go ahead and communicate with whatever it was, okay? Or even to acknowledge it and to speak to it. That's really the only thing that I can think of. She warned me about so many different things, okay, that 
later in my life, as I grew older, okay, some of the things that she warned me about actually happened. And I remembered what she told me. I took her advice and um, I did what she had told me to do all those years ago. But um, I also, okay, in my in my walk through this realm, I have noticed that even though sometimes we know certain things, like even though we know that certain things are good for us, we know certain things may even be poisonous, maybe some plants, maybe something that we shouldn't eat, something that we shouldn't drink. But how many people know this and are aware of certain things, but they're going to do it anyways. They're going to try it out. They're going to try it for themselves. Because maybe it's true and maybe it isn't. You know, we all from time to time have this idea. Well, just because it happened to so-and-so doesn't mean it's going to happen to me. You know, there are a lot of attitudes that we can take similar to that. So that's kind of like what happened to me. The only thing is that I call it being sucked into something, but actually it was of my own free will. I wasn't sucked into anything, okay? It just seemed to be so um, slow. It happened so slow. When I started becoming involved in things that I should have not been involved in. And I knew this already, but somehow I thought that, What I was doing was different. What I was doing was okay. And I really don't understand my thinking at the time because it's like I was doing exactly what I had seen other people doing in the past and I knew better, but yet, no, no, what I was doing was different. So I'm not saying that that's what happened to her. What I'm saying is that because I believe that her family, like this came down the family line, okay? These things that she was experiencing, all of her encounters and things that were happening to her came down from the family line. And even her uh, children, the same type of things were happening to them. And that's why she had to give them the knowledge of what to do if confronted with certain things. Instead of um, like getting rid of this, what it's called is a generational curse. Instead of getting rid of that, I she like gave them the tools to be able to deal with it. I don't understand now how um, a person with so much knowledge would not realize what this was, being that it was a curse and how it had come down through her family line. And it wasn't going to stop. I mean, I don't know, guys. Maybe back then in the 80s, maybe uh, people weren't so aware of certain things like they are now. Maybe she didn't know about uh, something called a generational curse, a bloodline curse. Because even like last week, yesterday, I I think about these things. Like, why did it continue to happen to her then? So 
Another thing, perhaps because it was generational, it's like these things would just ignore it, ignore her, her rebuke and come back because it's like a magnet. These things have been involved in uh, the bloodline for so long. They actually had a legal right to be there. Once again, these things deal in legality. I, it sounds kind of strange to say, but because someone in the bloodline invited it in, no matter how long ago it was, it was invited in and it took up residence. It's a squatter. And now to get it out, you have to go before the supreme judge to get it out and to get rid of it. And the only thing I can think of is that she was unaware of that. Maybe later, okay? Because I lost contact with her many, many years ago. So perhaps later, even recently, she found out about how to get rid of these things. It could have been perhaps her children or one of her children found out what this was and how to get rid of it. I pray that that is the truth. And uh, it's really difficult for some people. We were talking, actually, I was talking with someone who mentioned, I don't want to say the name of these people, okay? But uh, these people are celebrities for no reason. It's a family of people. And when you really stop and look at how they're so wealthy in a short period of time, how um, they're so popular, how they influence the way a lot of people look these days, how a lot of people do their hair and other things. And these influencers, these wealthy people don't have any talent. There, there is nothing there. It's hollow. It's an empty shell. All of these things that they bring forward are from someone else's imagination. But these people are so popular, they put their stamp of, of approval on it. And then these things are sold and uh, put out before the public in their name. Okay, so from what I can see, because we were talking all about this, okay? This began, actually, so many years ago. I believe it was in the early 90s. Someone there made a deal with Mr. Scratch. I'm telling you. Someone did. I don't know for sure who it was, so I can't point my finger at any one individual. But there was a sacrifice very early on. After that, slowly, these people came into prominence. They came in, I mean, quickly like a speeding train into popularity. I guess it's starting to wane a little bit now. People are kind of like over it. A lot of the people who were initially influenced by them are a little bit older now. 
And, you know, it's like they're over it now. They've seen it all. But yet, they continue, all right? These people continue to make sacrifices. And they are right in front of us. I mean, it's almost like anyone who gets too close is... um going to find themselves at some point probably in some trouble physically mentally i mean you name it okay we know that all sacrifices do not have to be blood sacrifices there are many different ways even character assassination even um financial okay financial ruin not to mention the other types. Then we've got the blood sacrifices and we've got the people who are um, like mentally maimed, okay? And things like this. So, I mean, I, I don't want to see any names here, okay? But, um, I mean, agree or disagree with some of these things that I'm saying. I'm not saying it's, I'm not passing judgment here, okay, guys? I'm not saying that I agree or I disagree or I'm judging these individuals. I'm not because I realize that a lot of these people have been led astray. They have been made sacrifices. And so they have been taken over by other people influences who have been brought in to their lives, okay? So that's why they do these things. And uh, one of the big ones is the person who um, was an athlete and now he is a girl, okay? Well, it's more understandable to me, and this is just me, for someone who is young, all right, when they do certain things, because it's easier to mold a young mind. But when you see someone older now, you see someone in their 50s, and all of a sudden, they're going to do this stuff, and they're acting a certain way, uh, no, no, there's something else happening here. Well, that, in fact, was a sacrifice right there. This person is not dead. This person looks to be healthy, looks to be uh, normal and everything like that. But nevertheless, this person has been sacrificed. Just about everyone who enters the realm of these individuals comes out uh, <laughs> way, way different then they started. I, okay, we were talking about these people yesterday and um, now we're seeing others. We're seeing others who were high profile people or kind of high profile even, who have, I, I'm not going to say has been sacrificed, but she sacrificed someone in her family. She had to. 
to retain her status, okay? So now we're getting into, um, let's just say, celebrity psychics. Because these type of things are all around us, guys, when we're talking about sacrifices, okay? So this happened a few years ago. And I know I mentioned this before, about a year ago or so, that there were certain things that I noticed about people. And there were already three people that I noticed were making these same facial type of uh, twitches, the same type of, like they had a tick, like a facial tick. And I noticed that this would happen when they started going into their whatever it is, when they were getting ready to do a reading, when this whatever spiritual being would maybe enter into them so that they would know certain things and be able to do their psychic or, you know, let their psychic abilities come in. Now they can read people and they can uh, do whatever it is that mediums do, okay? And I would notice that. There were three of them that I noticed. I'm not saying that they're not the only ones, but there were three of them that I noticed that I saw time and time again. And I started saying to myself, you know, all three of these people make these facial twitches. What in the heck, all right? Then it came to me that perhaps whatever the entity is that number one had, all right, well, it was the same entity that number two and three had because I just noticed everything, all right? So then there was another thing, all right? So the next thing that I noticed was the inability to have a... um, a relationship, the inability to be able to hold on to a relationship. So, okay, many, many people are divorced. I don't know. I'm going to say like 95% of the population has been divorced and remarried and what have you. Okay. I'm not saying that everybody who's been divorced is under the influence of an entity. All right. That's not where I'm going with this. Where I'm going is that the same three who were making these facial little um, whatever it was, tick, whatever. Number one, okay, had been divorced, I guess, for quite a while. Okay, no big deal. Number two, was married and seemed to have a, a good marriage and had children and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, at almost what I would call the height, of popularity, she's going to get divorced. And not only that, but it seems that she's really been different all of these years, but waited until she was like in her 40s to um, get divorced and break up the family and uh, go on with her new way, which once again, I don't care about that. Okay. I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to look at what's really happening. All right. And then I've got number three. It was like the same kind of thing. At the perceived, what I perceived was as her height of popularity. I mean, things were really going good. I'm talking about there was like a two-year wait just to get a reading. 
and all this other stuff. Everything was going fine. Everything was going good. Supposedly, there was enough money coming in from this person so that the rest of the family could live in uh, comfort, all right? Well, the same kind of thing happens, except for all of a sudden, there's a divorce on the way, and uh, one person moves to the other end of the United States. Not only get divorced, but, okay, the one spouse goes to the opposite coast. What in the heck? All right, so you may tell yourself, well, so what? People get divorced all the time. There's a common thread here, okay? The first thing I noticed, and these are the same three people. These aren't different people. They're the same three people. I'm going to call them A, B, and C. The same things happened to all of these people. Now, I don't know about A because she was older. She had been in doing this kind of stuff already for many years. So I don't know when the divorce took place. I don't know how long of a marriage it had been or anything else. I don't know the the so-called circumstances, all right, either. All I'm saying is that I could see the common thread. And now I guess there is something happening with C. I I haven't heard of the, okay, the A no longer with us, B. I haven't heard anything about her in years. And C, I um, haven't really been paying too much attention. I've been too busy. I haven't heard anything about her for a while now. But um, someone that I know yesterday told me that there is something going on with her, all right? So what happened was we were talking about that family I mentioned a couple of minutes ago. And I, I said that, um, well, it's kind of like I'm, oh, how am I going to put this nicely? Okay, there's no nice way to put it. I said, they're all witches. They're all brujas. That's what I said to my friend. She was asking me about a certain relationship, I guess a newer relationship within that family. And I said, well... I, I kind of fear for anyone who gets involved because they are all brujas. And then she um, mentioned to me something else that this latest one, she said, I believe is the worst one in the family. And um, number one, guys, I really truly do not feel that these people are happy. And one of the reasons that they cannot be happy is because they have sold, okay? Everything that they, it looks like that they have gained, everything that, uh, oh, they just look so lucky, oh, they just look so pretty and all this other stuff. No, no, guys, because it's all been sold. There is nothing that is organic. There's nothing, there's no warmth. There's no love. Okay. And, um, I, that's what I feel about this. 
And then I told her, well, there are things that happen, all right? I don't believe that these people can be happy, but because they're all sold. And that's what happens when you are dealing now with lower levels of consciousness. Because let's face it, to do something like that, I mean, this is also temporary. Yeah, we're we're here, we're trying to do the best we can and we're trying to live our lives and relative comfort and so on. None of us really want anything coming in and bothering us and trying to put us on a path that we don't want to go on and so on. We want to pretty much be left alone to live our lives. And when you start selling bits and pieces of yourself for temporary, okay, I mean, we're looking at, I, I've said this before, how many really good years have we got where we are able to enjoy certain things? But when all you've got to worry about is um, just materialistic, including how much fake stuff we can put in our bodies, all right? I mean, how happy can you really be? And when I talk about lower levels of consciousness, well, that is what someone of a lower level would do. That would appeal to that individual because they're thinking is of a lower level. They're really not looking at the big picture. They're not seeming to understand that this is also temporary and you're going to sell out for what? I mean, I just cannot grasp it, but that's because I am not one of them, all right? And you might say, well, that would appeal to most people. Yeah, it would appeal to most people. Part of it, okay, I wouldn't want to be entirely like that, but part of it is a little bit appealing, but not enough for me to sell myself over. So now she said she believes that's what's happening to this person, okay? The psychic, the one that I'm, I'm calling her C. But she, she is kind of like the most recent one. She said, I think that's what's starting to happen to C. And I didn't uh, press her for any information because I was kind of busy at the time. But now I'm wondering, okay, what is happening with her? So I have not taken a look. I haven't had time. But I'm beginning to wonder and... My own personal belief about this, okay, is that the reason that this occurred at the height or almost at the height of their popularity is because they had to make a sacrifice in order to keep it, in order to retain their status. They had to give up something. 
And okay, it wasn't a blood sacrifice, but it's a sacrifice nevertheless. And as they move forward and as they reach, all right, to gain more and to to become more popular, well, they're going to have to do it again. It doesn't just end with one time. It's a continuation. It's not just, okay, yep, one time and we're done. No. Now, you owe. You have got to pay or guess what? You're going to lose all of that. We used to talk about certain um, bands, okay, certain singers who they were like really popular, they're really good, and they made like one album and then that was it, never heard of them again. Or they were really good and they were around for a little bit, but then all of a sudden they just disbanded and they never uh, got back together, never made any more songs. And you're like, what in the world happened? Like they were one of the best bands I ever heard and they just quit like that. Why? Well, a lot, well, maybe I can't say a lot, but there are some, okay, who know the industry very well. And when they were approached, they declined. And at that time, that's when they broke up. Because they knew what was going to be asked of them. They knew what they were going to have to do. I believe that there were some who were almost waiting, okay, for they were almost waiting to be approached and so they had made either a pact with each other or with their own individual self and said yeah if that happens I'm not going for it I'm not doing it and um, I'll just leave the band there was even a song made about it actually there are two that I can think of right now made about something like this. I'm going, I'm not going to talk about it right now because I'm going to move on off of this subject. But um, I believe that one of the bands that I really, really liked a lot, I believe that that's what happened to them. They were approached, they said no. And that was that. And the other thing about it, guys, is that even though they were so good, even though, like, I really liked them and a lot of people really liked them, all right, and we're always waiting for them to make another album, they were always waiting for them to go back on tour, waiting to hear something, and it never happened for a few years, all right, and then they start coming back around, but whatever that spark was that they had back then is gone. There is something missing. Well, that's because they declined the deal. Even though they didn't have one to begin with, okay? Once they said no, well, 
I don't know how it's done. I'm not even saying that I know this for sure, but I feel that it's almost like maybe, maybe it's like a, I don't know, a bit of a curse or something like that is placed so that these people can never ever get back what they had. There are a lot of people out there speaking out about the industry. And when you start listening to what some of these people have to say, it's pretty amazing. There are people who out there warning others about the industry. And um, I'm not saying this happened to another band, but it's kind of, um, I noticed this because... And I was not talking about Tool, okay? I wasn't talking about Tool when I was talking right now. But I'm going to tell you that back in in so many years ago, Tool was like so good. I don't know if they were approached. I don't know if they took the deal or if they didn't take the deal. It seems to me like they didn't, if they were even approached. But they were so darn good. It was like they couldn't do anything wrong. Everything that they did was just so good. So they didn't make anything for a while. And then they came out with this album, what, a couple years ago? And it was just like, I don't know, that something was missing. That spark was not there. At least that's how I felt. And I was really looking forward to a new one, okay? Because I used to really like Tool. And I'm not saying that Maynard can't sing because he can sing like nobody's business. But there was something missing. So it just makes me look at all these different, it's like a patchwork, okay? And I start looking at all these different things. And it seems to me like there is a common denominator running through all of this. You got, I mean... We could go on and on about this. And if you would have told me back maybe 20 years ago that all this kind of stuff was going on, I would have just said, oh, yeah, right. But um, I've seen too much now. And someone even pointed me in a direction of certain songs and what they were singing about. There is... um, one song by Morrissey. And what he's singing about is not so much the sacrificial part of it, but what he's singing about is how celebrities, singers, and so on, once they have left our realm, how so much money is often made after their death by the record companies. Yes, he sings a song about that. So uh, it's, I believe that there are just a lot of things that are common knowledge within the industry. Same thing probably with actors. I'm not really into um, movies and stuff like that too much. I'm really not a celebrity watcher, but certain things about celebrity I have to take a look at. Okay, so the last thing that I have, um, and I will, guys, we will um, talk about the other songs that I was um, talking about.
talking about as far as the sacrificial part of the industry, okay? I'm not going to forget about it either this time. So anyhow, um, I've got just one more thing to share with you guys. Now, I don't know what's happening here, but there seem to be an awful lot of people who are encountering things when they are hiking, when they are like in the woods, the forest, the mountains, even in certain desert locations. And they are all pretty much describing the same thing. I don't like to call it a Bigfoot, but it seems to me that there are so many encounters these days and people coming forward and talking about things that happened to them like in the 80s and in the 90s. And now it's not only happening like out on the trails in, in forests where there's hardly anyone around and so on. But now it's happening like in certain areas where a lot of people visit. There are um, a lot of strange things going on. People out in the, in the mountains fishing and huge rocks are being thrown at them. Rocks that people just can't pick up and throw that far. You know, like these rocks were coming from beyond the tree line. So this guy's fishing. He was like in the river pretty much. The sun was starting to go down. And he says he heard something like fall into the water. So he turned around and he looked and he doesn't see anything. But then... Here comes another one. And he said he noticed that they were rocks, but not just rocks, big rocks. Not as big as a boulder, but we're talking about a rock so big, he said there's no way that a person can pick this thing up and just toss it into the center of the river where he was at. And then more and more, started being thrown at him so that he had to actually get out of the water as fast as he could. And then he could hear something like running parallel. He was walking, he went to go get his gear and he could hear something as he was leaving the area that was walking parallel to him, but he couldn't see them because whatever this creature was, was like beyond the tree line. And then from time to time, he could see the tops of the trees shaking so hard. He's like, a person could not shake those tall trees. So he started running. And he said he could hear whatever this thing was running alongside him, but he couldn't see it. And he said, but one of the scariest things was that whatever this was, was running on two legs, not four. He said, whatever this thing was, was bipedal. And it was running, keeping, keeping the same pace with him until he got close enough to his truck. He said, I got close enough to my truck. I just got my fishing gear. I threw it in the bed of the truck and I got in 
he was still wearing whatever his waders or whatever he had on and uh, started up the truck. And then something was throwing rocks at his truck. He said rocks were pinging on his truck, but he never really saw anything. Just at one point, he saw like this shadow looking thing of something that looked to him to probably be about seven feet tall. He said it wasn't like outrageously huge, but it looked like about seven feet tall. And from the outline of it, looked like it had very broad shoulders, like wider than a person could have. So, and that's not the only one. There are just so many of these. So this story is from this person. Now, what took place here actually took place in Southern California in an area that is not city, but it's not rural either. It's uh, close to the highway. There are some houses around. They're sparse. They're, it's not an attract neighborhood, but it's not in any type of wilderness or raw land. There is a clearing. So what he would do is he'd ride his bike. He'd ride his bike to work because he didn't live far. He'd ride his bike back. And sometimes, depending on the time of year, he would walk out. He said, you know, it's like a clearer area. It's almost like a meadow. Beyond that area, there's like a clump of trees here and there. And um, farther than that, he's like, I don't know what else is out there. But um, it's still close, okay, to like the city. It's close. So he got off his bike and he was going to walk out there because it was really nice. And he said it just the smell of the, the grass and the flowers and there were butterflies and so on. And he just wanted to take a walk out there. So he's walking towards the clump of trees. And he said he was just going to sit in there in the shade and drink his water and sit there and just admire nature until he got back on his bike and went the rest of the way home. So he says he's walking towards a clump of trees and he heard something. He said it sounded like something grunting, almost like what you would hear like a pig. But there was nothing there. He's like, I didn't see anything. And there's nothing around, even though once again, it's not in the wilderness area, there, he could see all around. There was no animal. There was no pig. So he started walking slower now towards the clump of trees because now he's feeling kind of like, what's happening here? And he says as he got closer to the trees, he saw like a shadow moving in there. So he stopped. And he said, I stopped... I was maybe about 20 feet away from the clump of trees and this thing came out of the trees. He said, I don't know what it was. I don't know what to tell you, but it was on two legs. It had two legs, two arms and a big old head. He said the head on this thing was big. 
He didn't know what he was looking at. He said for a minute, it kind of looked like a big, tall gorilla. But there are no gorillas out here. I mean, it's in almost in the city. There are no friggin' gorillas. But that's what it looked like. So he said he stopped and he wasn't, he wasn't going to go any further towards that clump of trees, but he also didn't want to turn around. So he didn't know what to do. And he said that thing was looking right at him. And that thing started taking a couple of strides, a couple of steps toward him. And he still stood there. He said, I was so scared, I couldn't run. Even though when he looked to his left, he could see the freeway. Yeah. But he's in like this meadow. Look to the left, there's the freeway. Oh my gosh. So he started walking kind of sideways. He's like, I didn't want to walk backwards. I was afraid I would fall. I didn't want to run. I was afraid that thing would chase me. I didn't know what it was, so I just started walking sideways. And that thing took another couple of steps. And it, he said that's where that noise came from. It sounded like a pig grunting. And it made it again. And it was very loud. He said that thing maintained a distance of about 20 feet. Even though it moved forward, as he moved away, he said, so we kept that distance of about 20 feet, and that thing made this grunting sound so loud. He said, I know what I heard. And not only that, but in that clump of trees, there was something else in there because he could see something moving in there. Until he got closer to the street, and then he took off running. And he said, I, the only thing that I regretted is that I was on a bike, a bicycle. He said, I would have, I was wishing that I would have brought my car because I was exposed. If that thing, whatever it was, would have wanted to, perhaps it just could have ran and grabbed me and tore me to bits. He's like, I have no idea what it was I saw. Very strange story, guys. And I know the area where he's talking about. And it's difficult to believe that an encounter like this could happen there. It's like, how? Where would that thing have come from? It couldn't come down from the mountains. There are no mountains. It couldn't have just, uh, it couldn't have come from anywhere. But yet, there, I mean, he saw something. Of course, the question is always, well, could it have been someone in a costume? Could it have been someone just fooling around and trying to scare people and so on? And he's like, yeah, well, that's always a possibility. But I didn't get that feeling. He said, actually, I had like a feeling of dread. This thing just seemed to emanate this energy. And it was daytime. This wasn't at night. This wasn't in the evening. This was daytime. He said it was about 4 p.m. daytime. And he had gone back and forth that, that place 
for many years. I mean, he goes back and forth by there, going to work, coming home from work. That's not the first time he has stopped there and walked around and wanted to just sit down and enjoy the view and drink his water, maybe eat a snack. I'm telling you, man, there's some strange stuff going on that we cannot explain. We don't know where this stuff comes from. Could there be a portal? Of course. Of course, that could be one of the things. I mean, it's almost the only one that I have besides maybe somebody just pranking people out there. But I mean, uh, I, I really don't have an answer. And he's the one who saw it. He, he's like, I don't know what I saw. But it just, he said, it just emanated a strange energy and um, gave me a feeling of dread. So, anyways, um, that's all I've got for today, guys. I hope that some of this was interesting to you. I'm going to try to be back on Friday and then I'm going to um, tell you those songs. Okay. And, um, even, let me see, even, uh, yeah, because I don't really know the names of them right now. It's been such a long time ago since I've heard them, but, um, yeah, we'll get into more of that on Friday. Okay. So, um, I want to wish everybody a great rest of your day. It's about uh, 1 o'clock in the afternoon right now, so I'm a little bit ahead of schedule today, but it's really nice here in Southern California, but um, no matter where we find ourselves, we have to try to make the best of it and keep walking on the path, okay? And look around. Not only are we walking, but we have to look around and notice everything so that if something's a little different, if something's off a little bit, we will notice it. Strange things are coming into our realm, guys. And um, we'll talk a little bit more about that next time also, okay? So anyways, um, we'll be walking and talking again soon. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me. I really appreciate all of you. Ciao.